No one wants to feel overwhelmed at Christmas time, but somehow many of us end up there. When this has happened to me in the past, I would sort of sit there confused, like, how did this happen again? What did I miss? Or is this just unavoidable? And the truth is the chaos of the season that's happening around you is not unavoidable, but the feeling of overwhelm and living your day-to-day life at an unmanageable stress level is 100% avoidable. So today I'm going to show you how to do that. Let's get unstuck. Welcome to the Getting Unstuck podcast. I'm Jenny Laurie Hope, your life and health coach. Getting Unstuck is an empowering podcast for women who are looking for a biblical perspective on their life and health challenges. You can expect to hear practical tips for living a healthy and productive life, faith-based wisdom to help you reduce anxiety and overwhelm, and simple ways to reconnect with God and find true wholeness. Happy Tuesday, friends. So last week we talked about holiday drama. And a big part of what brings on that drama is not managing our time or our stress level very well. So when you're overly busy or you're scheduled to the max, you're living at 95% capacity or maybe even like 99% capacity, it doesn't take a lot for you to just end up crying at the end of the day. Where are my criers? Raise your hand. That's me. (laughs) I'm 100% a crier. That is where it just bubbles out when this happens to me. And there are a few reasons that I've uncovered over the years that contribute to this December overwhelm phenomenon that we're all too familiar with. And one of them is clutter. If you want to hear all about my mindset shift around clutter, go back to the September 12th episode, why I changed the way I look at clutter. I will dive into that in that episode for you. But today I'm going to teach you another amazing strategy that is going to help you avoid feeling like your brain is about to explode for all of December. And this magical strategy is called buffering. My favorite way to explain buffers is to use the definition from chemistry. So go back with me to high school chemistry class. Who took chemistry? Was anybody a nerd in high school or was that just me? I thought I was going to be a doctor when I was in high school. So I took two years of chemistry along with a bunch of other science classes I didn't have to take. And here I am all these years later and I am I am coaching women in health how to use their Bible to improve their health. So I guess I wasn't that far off. Just a little different than I thought it would look. But I digress. Back to chemistry. So you remember the glass beakers. When you're in a lab, you got the glass beaker and you put a solution in and then maybe you add another liquid and another liquid and you do these experiments and see what happens. Do you remember acids and bases? So they're opposites. If you had a solution that was acidic and then you added a base to it, it would make it less acidic. Or if you had a basic solution and you added an acid, it's going to make it more acidic. The pH is going to change based on what you add to the solution. So if this were life and you had a little beaker full of happiness, (laughs) but then you start adding some sadness to it, it's going to make it less happy, right? But here's the thing about a buffer solution. It has a superpower where you can add something acidic to it and it neutralizes it. The, The pH doesn't change. It stays the same. 
So let's go back to the month of December and chaos all around you. I want you to be calm and cool. And when you put in a few drops of crazy, it neutralizes. (laughs) You can just have the ability to neutralize whatever gets added into your day and just stay calm. I want you to be able to roll with the punches to the point where you are not crying or yelling at the kids by the end of the day. Yes, all on the same page. So how do we do this as humans? We're going to buffer your time to allow for transitions in your day. One of the main reasons that you get overwhelmed in a given day or even in a given week is because you do not have enough margin for transitions. So then you end up feeling rushed. And every time you feel rushed, your stress level goes up a notch or two. And then it kind of stays there. And then maybe you get rushed again. It keeps going and higher and higher. And every time your week has no evenings where you can breathe and reset, you start to feel it in your body. So how do we apply this concept in our time? There's two ways that I use this strategy. Number one, I add 50% of more time to every single thing I plan in my day. I know that sounds like a lot. Don't hate the messenger. (laughs) Stick with me. 50%. So for example, uh, if I have an appointment and I think it's going to take an hour, I definitely plan for 90 minutes. If I have picked out something to make for dinner and it says, this is a 30 minute meal, 30 minutes of time, I definitely plan for 45. (laughs) If I know I have to put on makeup that day and it takes me 10 minutes to put on my makeup, I I allow for 15 because I want to allow for transitions. Another big one, games. If your kid is in sports, let me give you the full rundown how I do this. My kid has a game at seven. It's an hour long. 15 minutes of drive time, that's 90 minutes of actual time. That means I need 45 minutes, 50% more time, 45 extra minutes for transitions. Half at the beginning, half at the end, so roughly 22 extra minutes, 22 before and 22 after. So backing this out in real time, we need to leave at 6.45, right, to be there at 7. That means we really need to be totally ready to leave at about 6.20. Any later than that, and it's scramble mode. You forget the water bottle. Where's the ball? Little sister has no snack. Where's my jersey? Like anything that can come up will come up. And then you arrive barely. You squeak in at the last minute. You're in a tizzy. The whole night feels frantic. Kids are hangry. I know you know what I'm talking about. So start planning your days with this 50% time buffer in mind for everything. I know it sounds like a lot, but it really is what we need as humans. We are not robots. We cannot just go from activity to activity with no margin all day without having consequences in our body, in our soul. You've got to honor these transitions. It's just part of life. You can't get out of them. So you either plan to allow them to be graceful or you rush through them and you live in a constant state of stress. It's really your choice. So part two of this is that when you start adding in 50% more time onto these things, you might start to see that you have more planned into your day than you can get done. 
or at least done well with these transitions. So then you start using this strategy to help you set boundaries. So when you start buffering your time, you see natural limits start to show up. Then you might see, okay, well, we need to start saying no more often. Or you might need to set a limit on how many sports or extracurricular activities your kids are in. Or you might have to talk to your boss about adjusting work hours or how many projects you're dealing with. And by the way, this works at work. This totally works on work projects. So if you have a work project, you're like, I think that'll take me four hours. It's probably going to take you six. So just plan for it. And I could do a whole extra episode on work, on working too much or too hard. I have workaholic tendencies that I have to be aware of all the time. And I, so I know what that feels like. And I know the economy is crazy. And it might feel like you have to be a slave to your job just to live, that you can't speak up or you can't take on less. But remember, God is your true provision, not that job. Proverbs 23, 4 and 5, don't wear yourself out trying to get rich. Be wise enough to know when to quit. In the blink of an eye, wealth disappears, for it will sprout wings and fly away like an eagle. It's kind of a funny thought. Psalm 127, 1 and 2, unless the Lord builds a house, the work of the builders is wasted. Unless the Lord protects the city, guarding it with sentries will do no good. It is useless for you to work so hard from early morning until late at night, anxiously working for food to eat. For God gives rest to his loved ones. So that's a word from God, not from me. Take it for what it is. You might even need to reevaluate how you're serving in church. Most people don't have this problem, right? Most people don't have the issue of serving too little in church. But maybe you, that is you. Maybe you've served in a certain role for so long without really thinking about it. And now it might be time for that to shift. See these limitations as guidelines from God, not weaknesses. God knows you're a human. He designed you. He designed you with limitations. He's not asking us to do more than we can do in our humanity. He adds his supernatural favor and blessing and amazingness to our natural selves. So yes, we can do more through God, absolutely, but not by just doing more in our own power, in our own selves. And if you ignore these limitations, you'll end up paying for it long term. So look at what Jesus did. He didn't rush into his ministry. He waited until he was 30. I mean, people don't think about that a whole lot, but that might have been really hard for him. And he didn't just like run from town to town. He walked. He walked everywhere. He wasn't in some big rush taking donkeys everywhere. He was walking. And he didn't just like book one speaking engagement after another. Like, all right, well, today at two o'clock, I'm going to speak in this town. Then I'm going to head over to that one. And I'm going to take the boat. And then we're going to speak. At the... He spent time eating and drinking and celebrating and going to weddings and living life. And there were times that he had crowds all around him, wanting more from him. And he escaped <laughs> and went into the mountains to pray. He separated himself. He didn't just endlessly pour out. He knew he had to go back to his father to get refilled and pray. 
He was fully God and fully man. So he experienced what it was like to be sad, to be tired, to be hungry, to be weak in that way. And, but he didn't live at an impossible pace. He lived within that humanity. So this December, I want you to give yourself grace in your schedule. Look at your limitations as natural guidelines that God designed into you. And in those time buffers that you create, instead of fighting to maximize every hour in your schedule, consider how this might affect other boundaries and choices that you need to make. You can fully embrace that less is more. You can create space and time for your soul to breathe, reconnect with God, reconnect with the people around you, the real spirit of Christmas. Doesn't that feel good to think about? It's freeing to me. If you need help figuring out how this puzzle fits together in your own life, I am here to help. One of my specialties as a coach is time management. Time is the one resource that we all have the same amount of, right? But it is super easy to misuse it. So I'm not about like, let's get more done in less time. There's a little bit of that. But I more help you use biblical principles to just use your time wisely. So whether that's that you're letting silly things suck away your time before you realize it, or not being able to figure out when you really need to get up or when you really need to go to sleep or to make your life work and to get enough rest. I know there's a lot of moving pieces. So this December, I'm offering three free time management calls. All we're going to do is look at your schedule and your routines and how to help you use your time wisely. That's it. You'll leave with a super clear action plan to help you waste less time and feel more peaceful and more intentional about how you're living your life. If you want to claim your spot, head over to jennylaurie.com backslash time. So go there right now, J-E-N-N-I-E-L-A-U-R-I-E.com backslash time and snag your spot. That's it for this week, guys. See you next time. Did you like the show? Did you learn something? If you enjoyed this episode, it would be awesome if you could leave our mom a review. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.